Good afternoon, Patriots. And it is Friday. <laughs> it is good to be on Friday. Friday, May 13th in the year 2022. And we're all just kind of like looking at the world going, wow, guess what? It's Friday. We're having a good time because we're walking with Christ. We're walking with God. And the rest of the world's like losing his freaking mind, which is okay. <laughs> I'm convinced, actually, if we just kind of walk this way with God, he's going to let us witness the entire collapse of the insane world. And we're going to sit back and go, man, God, that was one heck of a show. And he said, hey, I promised you. I'll take care of you, and you wouldn't have believed me if I told you. And be like, yeah, I know, but it's awesome. <laughs> right out of Habakkuk is what it would be. Patriots, before we begin today, let's get a brief message from MyPillow.com, the great place to get sleep products, and the things that you need right now are good sleep, considering all the insanity going around. And we've got a neat message right here from Mike Lindell. Well, maybe we don't have a message from Mike Lindell. <laughs> anyway, what we have is not registering for whatever reason. Uh, what we have is we have a great deals going on right now at MyPillow.com. And MyPillow.com is, is having a buy one, get one free special. I'm going to try this one more time because I think I know what the problem was. Let me, let me see if this works. Nope, that didn't work either. All right, so MyPillow.com has got incredible savings going on right now, and that is important, and it has a buy one, get one free. So if you head over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, you're going to be able to get to the Bards Nation landing page and use your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S, to take advantage of these incredible savings with incredible products at MyPillow.com. And that's buy one, get one free on some of your favorite products and some of the best products to sleep. So again, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. Now there is a hit piece going on right now with um, a hit piece right now going on with Kathy Beckman, I think is her name. Hang on a minute. Let me just get this right here. Kathy Barnett, excuse me. She is the person running for Congress in Pennsylvania. And she's apparently, as she's come out in her past, she's made anti-gay statements. So you can imagine already what's going on here. And this is the same place where Dr. Oz is running. And Dr. Oz was endorsed by President Trump. So I want to read you something here from in his... This comes from uh, Andrew Torba on Gab, who has endorsed her. And she, he writes in this blog that he put up today, ultimately, she's a mom fighting for the future of her children. When a mama bear is on a mission to protect her cubs, get out of the way and fast. She's a force to be reckoned with, and the attacks coming from the establishment Republicans and the supposed MAGA elite is the best reason to be voting for her. Their panic at her surge to leading this race should be the only reason you need to support her. They know she can't be controlled and the support for, of the people behind her is organic and authentic. The fact that the MAGA establishment, including Donald Trump himself, are throwing their weight behind a dual citizen World Economic Forum globalist Hollywood doctor who doesn't even live in PA is telling. Kathy is such a danger to the establishment, they deleted her Wikipedia page 
and are digging up all of her old tweets from years ago in an attempt to smear her. It's not working. Her support is only growing from this because her old tweets are extremely based. This primary is about the we the people versus the elites who hate us. The choice could not be more clear. I'm endorsing Christian homeschooling mom who grew up on a farm and shares her values. You can learn more about Kathy's platform and her campaign through gab.com. I'm pretty clear on it. And I know, and I've said the other day that she is definitely somebody who is based. She knows what she's doing and that's super, super important to appreciate. So I would definitely say that she's probably has the highest possibility of winning at this point in time. So that's, that's a good thing. And it's because she's organic and coming up from the bottom and we need that. There's a lot of other stuff going on in the news we have. Um, and I, the audio is not connecting with my other audio sources. So I'm just going to kind of run down some headlines here that I will have that I wanted to touch on. There is, um, Elon Musk is in the news again, obviously, because now he's demanding Twitter to be to reconcile his its bots versus its real number of followers. He wants to he's put the Twitter deal on hold again. I, I'm just stunned at the number of people that are backing him and everything else. It, it really is quite amazing to me. Elon Musk is a proponent of brain chipping. He's a proponent of mRNA. In fact, in interviews that I'll play tonight, he has talked openly about the idea that if you mRNA has the ability, and he literally says this, to even change a person into a butterfly if we understand how to use it. This is a globalist attack, and they're once again, we're looking at a maneuver of the elites trying to save their own hide as the people wake up. One of the things I've said very candidly, and if this offends you, sorry, but not sorry at all, the lack of call out by the the LGBT movement against the groomers is going to be the nail in the coffin for them. You can't, as a LGBT person, stand out here and be silent on the side while we have all these groomers that are waving the rainbow flag surfacing and try to justify it. This will be the ultimate in my, and I'll just benchmark this is for a future point. It will likely be the end of the LGBT movement. What the LGBT movement lacks, no matter how hard they try is they do not have the nurturing and protective relationship that a true heterosexual marriage has. The mother is the nurturer and the fierce protector of the child, and the father is the protector of the household and protector of the wife and child. Both work a beautiful, nurturing relationship. No matter how hard you try, if you're gay, lesbian, transgender, you will never have that. It's not native to you. You can't have the same relationship with two men raising a kid, with two women raising a kid. God never intended it for a good reason. And so there's been a major miscalculation, I believe, on the entire movement. And it's part not just a miscalculation, but they just can't connect with how big of a deal it is that they were revealed as grooming children. They don't see it as a big deal, I don't believe. And if they do, they're sure as heck not being very loud about it, like silent. 
And that just is an endorsement for the groomers as far as I'm concerned. So this whole thing about, and by the way, if you didn't know, President Trump has invited the LGBT movement into the Republican Party, just so I'm saying it. And it's one of the reasons I'm not making any votes based on Republican or Democrat. I am just stepping aside and going like, I want to look at the candidate. I don't care what party they run under. All right, Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today very humbled and looking at the world again with some very open eyes, with eyes to see and ears to hear. And at the forefront of all of this is the trust in our institutions, which has completely gone. We're in a very interesting path here, Father, a journey that we're walking as we witness this world unravel and we begin to see the truth behind all of the illusions and the facades and the bread and circuses that have kept us distracted from the core events and ultimately distracted from you. We pray that we will continue to see more people awaken to, that, to those truths, more people awaken to the reality of what sits before them and what sits before all of us, that this world cannot exist with a debased morality. We cannot exist where we don't value the absolute preciousness of a child, that we in a world cannot exist where we allow pedophiles and groomers to roam freely. And so, Lord, we, we pray for that awakening in parents and in people across this nation to realize that this is not a line of compromise. This is a line of survival. Father, today we're reminded in Romans 1, 18 to 32, therefore God gave them, gave them up in the lusts of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions, for their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature, and the men likewise gave up natural relations with women who were consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty of their heir. And since they did not see it fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetedness, malice. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossipers, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Though they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but give approval to those who practice them. Father, those words ring deep and hard at truth as we face this time. And so we pray right now for a clarity of all people's hearts of what we're confronting and what we're facing in this very difficult time. This is a time when the world is being shaken and you're literally bringing a sword to the world where we can openly see where we want to stand, the separation of the wheat and the chaff. And we pray for those to follow that narrow path, as difficult as it may be. Narrow paths also mean that we must give up things that we may be pulled to do within us. We must make hard decisions to walk that path, to, to walk that path of righteousness, not find the easy way. The easy way is not 
the path to life, but the path to destruction. And too many seek the easy way. Too many seek the path that will make them feel good rather than the path that honors you and honors our Savior Christ. Where Christ died for our sins, and we know this, Father, and where we too often fall is that we simply take that as a gift of forever and we don't understand that it is part of a responsibility that we have to live into to fight for to continue to occupy this land and occupy the to expand the kingdom so father we just ask that you'll continue to guide us in this time and open the many hearts that are there equally lord as we confront this world that is in such chaos there are many that are still walking in fear or walking in a sort of twilight of non-committal We are in a time more than ever that people need to embrace Christ. And so we ask that you give us these opportunities. Bless us with the words. Bless us with the engagements that we may open people's hearts, open people's eyes to the true love in Christ. So much of this challenge today in our nation is a debased and lost morality. We continue with the discussions, the ridiculous discussions on whether we should preserve life in a child or terminate life. I, for myself, Father, as I, as I say this prayer today, it's stunning to me that this discussion even happens. We would be the only anomaly in the entire world that would seek to terminate its, its right and blessing of birth and life, and yet we do it so willingly. We have so far walked away from the core of what we are intended to be. We have become obedient slaves, too many, to the hands of evil and the lures of temptation from material things to credit card scores to home mortgages to the new car and the fancy clothes. And we forget so much the importance, the core importance of why we are here. For we are here as your children. We are here as products and of Christ's sacrifice. And to remember that means that we must be diligent and we must fight every day for the preservation of a greater passage, a greater right, which is the righteousness in this world. So Father, we just ask for the opening of hearts, the emboldening of hearts to stand against this evil, to not let this evil affect anyone, to protect our families, to build our communities, to strengthen our tribes, to literally put our hands in the soil, to sow seeds and to spiritually sow seeds within our neighborhood and amongst our friends. Guide us, Father, in this time. Protect us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So this is a real challenge for our nation. And I, I think that where we are at is we're in a still obviously struggling with a national identity and surrounded around idolatries. So much of our nation is still centered on the idolatry of, of the positions of presidents, whether it's Trump or Biden, whether it's Clinton or Bush, whatever that is, Obama, people are worshiping these people to try in one way or another in their mind, trying to save the world. We are the plan in the end of the day. We are the ones that will fix this nation and we will fix it with God in our heart and under the banner of Christ. It's a difficult time to face this. There's so much that people want to see happen believing that it would happen through an individual, in particular, President Trump. And while I respect him as president, I will always call out any president for stupidity, 
backing Oz in Pennsylvania is a good example of dumb decisions, and it runs contrary to the needs of the nation. I don't care where he stands or what people feel. You don't support a person who's uh, Oz, who's an active member of the World Economic Forum, and expect anything other than an absolute disaster as an outcome. We need strong voices against abortion. We need strong voices for the reestablishment of our nation back to the Christian values. We need strong voices to realize that the minorities don't get the right. When I say minority, and I'm talking like these this LGBTQ movement, which has become the center point of the entire left, progressive left agenda, the deconstruction of language, the deconstruction of gender, the deconstruction of family, the destruction as a whole of the entire system we're in, the pushing for complete relinquishing of individual rights and responsibilities to corporate powers. That movement, which is a micro-minority, which has steered this nation, has to be called out and has to be stopped. We are truly in a point in time where people are failing, I say people, the progressive left in particular, is failing to see, absolutely failing to see, that we are being steered towards a world that is, it wants us to live without God. Here's a really interesting quote in reference to the who's authority that they're trying to implement to take over nation's sovereignty. Listen to this. Nimrod wanted a new world order that didn't have a God in it. Rabbi Winston explained, a godless world always a godless world allows people to do what they want without consequence or moral responsibility. Man ordering society as he wants. That is exactly what this design of the progressive left is about. To, to strip away the moral codes. And right now we are, we are in such free fall for our lack of morality in this country. We are seeing it everywhere. I'll give you a couple examples. We're hearing all of these promises of new technologies being released and new things that will change humanity. Goldman Sachs has taken a long position on uranium. That's an important one to note because that means that they're planning on building new nuclear plants in the near future. I have no idea what that looks like yet, but that's that's truth and it's it's coming out everywhere. So everything is about and that would reinforce their their mandate to electrical agenda, because if they could create unlimited power from nuclear, they would get rid of your ability to own a petroleum-based vehicle, mandate that you're in an electric vehicle, and ensure that no matter what, you were tracked and tagged using the, in the whole principles of the Internet of Things and the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Tech is the greatest downfall to humanity. But the problem is that every time you hear something about these great advances in science, you need to think like the people I used to work with because this is what drives the engines of the world. All this ridiculousness about med beds, I mean, I sure, it'd be great if they existed, but here's the reality. If you give people, like I used to work with, a med bed, they're going to figure out how to turn it into an interrogation bed. Think about what I just said. Every single thing that you do in science has is always seen from the lens in those in the military industrial complex of how to weaponize it or use it as a weaponized system that never that never changes. So this concept where we're going to suddenly be freed in society by technology 
if you're one of those that's buying into that lie, I have really dark news for you. You are going to be sincerely disappointed. And it will be a very devastating realization, and it's a trap that you won't be able to escape. The Internet of Things is a great example. All this idea that somehow appliances are going to get smart and talk to you and tell you what you need to do so you don't have to use your brain, all that is is about enslavement. Convenience is the death to humanity. And the more that humanity accepts convenience, the more that it, it literally walks death row for its future. We are living still in a world of deep evil, a world, if you have any questions of that, look at what they're discovering, what the Russians are presenting as evidence of what they discovered in Ukraine. The United States Defense Department has been funding the development of pathogens and the experimentation on mentally handicapped at asylums to see effects of things while building drone-based delivery systems they will be able to spray these pathogens amongst innocent populations. So this is, to appreciate what I'm saying here, you're talking about an evil out here that is unprecedented. It's an evil that is will take anything that they are given and weaponize it to use against you. Until that moral base is changed in the world, Anything that they promise in technology will never be for the benefit of you. It will only be for the benefit of them. And that is an absolute critical base to understand because we don't need the technology. They convince us that we do. I've said this for a long time, and I mean it, and it's because we spent so many decades being dumbed down as people and separated from our true core. But everything that they do mocks and mimics what God created and put within us naturally. So if you think about the internet, it's quite interesting because the internet to me is just, it's a mockery to what God put within us naturally, which was prayer and the connection through prayer. And yet we don't know how to use it well as a people. We would rather read about it on the internet. <laughs> I'm going to go through just a second. I need to type real quick, see if I can find some instructions on how to pray. I'm sure somebody's got that. Somebody's got the how-to manual on how to pray. Oh, gee, many crickets. So, patriots, it's important right now that we anchor deeply in faith. Be very skeptical on what is before us. Keep your eyes open on this. And don't fall for the traps. It just like back to this discussion we just had about Kathy Beckman. And, you know, it's just absolutely does, or I'm sorry, Kathy Barnett. I, I said that twice wrong. Kathy Barnett is running for Pennsylvania Senate. I mean, for Senate in, for senator in the state of Pennsylvania. If you follow just the brand names like the Democrat and the Republican or MAGA and the, and the Democrats, you're going to fall into the trap because you're not thinking. Get into what she says, listen to what she says, use discernment. And yeah, she's had some pretty base tweets from the, from in, in the past, and she was bold, just like I am. And if people don't like that, too bad. She called Obama out for being a gay Muslim, um, and Hannity is upset about it. <laughs> I'm trying to see what's wrong with this comment. So there you go. I mean, the, the, the truth hurts. And when you put somebody into the fight that has not controlled and is going to call it out like it is, they're going to freak out. 
And the the great thing about the awakening is that's what God would expect. He would expect us to start taking dominion over this evil because he gave it to us. Remember, Luke 10, 19. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. This is an amazing time to be alive, and it is an amazing time to walk with God and to be so tight in your, in your intimate relationship with Christ. We are witnessing an amazing event that God is giving us frontline seats, and we're able to see all of this collapse around us. But with that comes great responsibility, and it's our prayers and our discernment to lead and to show others that true walk and love of Christ in a daily life. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time. God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, Ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.